my chest. <laughs> some Monday shit or some, some Monday shit, man. Okay. I got some Monday shit to get off my chest. First of all, I just want to say um, happy Monday to everyone. Um, that Monday can really be a bitch, boy. I tell you, mm. that Monday can be a bitch. But but I am learning, and I think I've been learning this for a very long time that. People say you got to psych your mind out or you got to get excited for Mondays so that way you don't dread it as much and then the rest of your week can be great. And I saw that as a lot of bullshit. I was thinking the same thing. It's a lot of bullshit. It's a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Mondays are meant to be... Mondays are that day, man, where it's like you're preparing for battle. You know, how many soldiers really want to go to war because they want to? They got to war... They go, probably a lot of them go to war because it's out of necessity. They have no choice. Um, their family depends on them. Others depend on them. So you got to get that shit going. And I will say the positive thing that I did take from this, though, is with Mondays, I, I do what I, why I do what I do. And just knowing that why, it, it helps me keep a peace of mind and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, I think it's always nice on Mondays when you don't have to make so many adjustments coming into the Monday, like you can get prepared and feel prepared and do whatever you plan on doing. Oh yeah. I had one of those Mondays today. It was pretty good. Um had a full hearty breakfast. Yeah. That's what we had. Nice little breakfast. Um nice little lunch. Everything paid for already. Um bring in your own lunch people. It's necessary. Save some money. That's facts. Um but Monday is definitely a day for adjustments because you don't know what you're going to run into until you get there. Like, you can't really get prepared for Mondays, honestly. I can help all your Mondays. I can help. So, 2030, I'm going to be running for president, right? Okay. It's the first year I'm, I'm eligible, right? Okay. Talk to us about it. And this is the platform I'm running on. This Y'all the first ones to hear it. Mm-hmm. Three-day weekend, four-day work week. Why? They're doing that in Sweden already. Oh, to stimulate the economy. That means I have a test case, a study. And by yeah. 11 years from now, we're going to really know how that works, right? It works great for them, actually. Yeah. The Swedish, the Swedish are actually happy to go to work. And the reason why they do is because they want, their, they want employees to come back ready to work. And in order to have that mentality, you have to be happy with what's going on at your workplace and happy outside your life. And in order to be happy outside your life, you actually got to fucking have one. Hmm. So... Swedish show on their shit. I wonder if things like those, the only way they work is if everybody hangs out with people that are just like them. Like, everybody has to be black hanging around each other, white hanging around each other, because Swedish people, I don't know how much diversity they have compared to the U.S. Well, they did get ASAP Rocky, so yeah, there's that. Most countries don't have much diversity compared to the U.S. I mean, it's not fair. Yeah, I mean, that's why, that's why a lot of people from other countries do come here. Is and it's not necessarily for the diversity. It's because the opportunity that is sold, you know, in in the United States. It's like come here to the land of the free, home of the brave, and anybody can do anything. And and to be honest, I think that is. I think that shows more proof today than it ever did. You can literally do whatever the fuck you want to do, and nobody's gonna care. Nobody's gonna hold you back. I mean, because the government's like y'all got all the information today. And it's two things we could do with that. We could either end you or, you know, just let you be. Yeah. Only the worst thing they can do is kill you, right? Does it? Mm. Or put you in prison for something you didn't do. Yeah. Can I hear more about your platform? Mm. 
Yeah, please. Oh, well, that was basically it right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All righty, future center. We got Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. And then on Monday, you're going to be happy. Like, uh, it's nothing, there's nothing else really to it. Um, it's going to stimulate the economy because we're, mm. you're, you're paying during that, those Fridays. You're out doing things now instead of at work and holding on to your money, bringing your lunch. Now you want to get out the house yeah. on mm. Friday. Big fat. You see, that, see how that works. You're welcome, America. Well, thank you so much, um, Senator Vaughn. Um, president, president. Okay, President Vaughn. Yeah. Twenty. Well, you got to get elected first. 20, I will vote for you. Twenty thirty. Yeah. I don't. He'll elect in twenty thirty a senator and twenty thirty two run president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but let me ask you something. Trump was never a senator. True. That is true. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Damn, America. What I told you. The fuck you want? He paved the way for me. Did he? He did. Tell me a little bit more about that. Twitter. He made it made it okay. So when they look up my tweets. I could just be like, 45 did this. Mm. 45? I wasn't the yeah. president of the United States when I tweeted this stuff here. See, what you can, but see, you know why that number hits differently for me? It's because that was Mike's returning, um, turning your month. Mm. Yeah, that was the year he returned. 45, so I don't know. Did Trump come back like Jordan? Wearing the 4 or 5? I hope he don't come back. <laughs> he needs to stay where he at. Yeah, nah, I don't want Trump to come back, bro. That's, that's going to be horrible. Nah. Um, all right, so I guess that was a good little bit. So y'all want to go ahead and get into it? Yeah. So, so do you expect your friends to support you even if you're not the you're not the best at what you do yet? Like you're you're still learning your craft or you're still gaining business acumen um, in whatever industry that you're in. Uh, should you expect friend support right away? I mean, low key, yeah. That is the ideal thing. Um, I feel like anytime I've done something, I would I would, I'd be hoping my friends would instantly jump to it. And I mean, some of them do, but honestly, man, I think that in today's world, it's kind of hard because like your friends be doing their own shit, and um, you know they're not gonna always easily jump to what you're doing. You know what I mean? Right. So you're saying that, that more in like a competition kind of sense. I'm saying it more like, I'm saying it more just like a uh, attention span. Like, I feel like because today, like, I'll, okay, I don't know how many of y'all's, like, friends live here in Charlotte. Like, how many of y'all friends live in Charlotte? Most of my friends are Richmond, Texas, um, New York, those big areas, I guess. Right. In different areas of the U.S. or the world in general. Yeah. So, like, I, I have very few friends here in Charlotte. And so when I put something out, whether it's music or whether it's, you know, this podcast or if it's my clothing brand, you know, my friends uh, that are outside of here, my immediate area, you know, sometimes it takes them a little longer to get to what I'm doing because, you know, they got family, they got families, they got, they got other shit they doing, they work in their jobs, or they may not be in the same space that I'm in, or even some of them are in the same space that I'm in and they trying to get their shit going. So... Although it's ideal, I, I just think that it's sometimes hard for your friends to instantly just jump to it. So if that person is if that person is already in your industry, let's say they're in your specific industry, let's say they're in fashion right now, right? Um, and their brand is popping off, right? And they they're selling out. They both they're in boutiques everywhere. Yeah. Would you expect once you drop your line? for them to repost you. Would is that something that is something that 
you would expect from that person that's in the same industry of you, with you and your friends and you're close or it may not be that close but you're friends you're friendly you talk to each other on a semi-regular basis I'm gonna say that shit straight up like no I wouldn't expect them to because like it's, at the end of the day as much as they support you and, and they'll come to me and be like yo I see what you're doing like away from the attention of the public and, and I'm, I'm a real dude like I, I, I believe that the more I'm in touch with the real world and not just the social media, I think that's where the real influences has. So I'm still appreciative of that. But from like public support, like, nah, I wouldn't expect it. Just yeah. because, like you said, like, they're busy doing what they're doing. Like, when yeah. you busy doing what you're doing, and, and even in y'all's and even in y'all spaces, do y'all make time to go out of the way to comment under someone you know that's doing the same thing you doing. Do you do that? I mean, if it's a friend, yeah. Um, definitely show support. But I think the big thing to remember with that whole kind of term of being friends and also in the same field is, like, if you're the friend that's not really making the other person stronger by showing them, like, what you do, and, like, you're not really showing that you're at a similar kind of level in that kind of way, um, I think it's important that you take a step back and kind of just... um recognize that even though they might not be retweeting you or reposting you um that doesn't really that's not a reflection of your friendship it's just more of a reflection of where your work is at at that point yeah let me go ahead go on uh yeah i was just going the worth ethic is expanding upon um what you can actually do in your field so it's not even would you expect someone that's not in your industry? Because you have friends that don't do anything that you're doing. Like, let's say you're a musician, full-time musician. You take yourself so serious when it comes to to music. But your friends, they always gonna they're always gonna see you as that person. Yeah. That they know. How are you how are you reacting when they don't fully buy your album or you know they're not really listening all the way through because they they're, like ah they repost it but I know the play e, button's not yeah, going. I know he. he I know he, I know my way back since like 2012, 2010, yeah. uh, 2019 now, like, what you still doing? Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things for me where I think with the music, a lot of my friends buy in more. Um, and I think also like with the, the, the talking, like they look at it as like, oh, he's talking, like he's talking this shit, he's getting this shit off. They, they'll, they'll do that, they'll buy into that more. But I think with fashion... Where with my friends, I think the struggle has been just that I got to look at it like this. And this is from my standpoint. I've always been like the pretty boy, non-fighter. Back in the day, I couldn't dress. I think that's why I'm so bought into fashion more is because back then I, I couldn't dress or I didn't have the money to afford. Or even if I didn't have the money, I didn't know how to put stuff together. So since my creativity has expanded... I've I've learned how to like shop. I've learned how to put stuff together. I've learned how to take someone's aesthetic and and bring it to life. So for for this now, I think that my friends are still kind of trying to um, understand what I'm doing with this. Like, is it just something that's a hustle, or is it a gimmick, or is it something that's here to stay? And I think that's in, with any product. I think that people want to see is it here to stay. Because when you bring out a product, and I was just telling one of my, my boys this the other night, 
you know, with a product, people are going to allow you to make so much mistakes. But with a service, you only get one time. And that tripped me out because I used to sell the product directly, you know, for another business. And it blew my mind, like, I, when I used to sell makeup on the streets, it was just like, oh, this brand made my face break out. But, I mean, it's a new product. You said they're getting better. All right, I'll try it. It's just 22 bucks. What? You just told me this product broke your fucking yeah. face out. <laughs> but I guarantee you, if I'd have been a photographer that made somebody feel uncomfortable or didn't treat them with a certain type of respect that they would have been expecting, guess what would have happened for me in my photography business? Oh, Elijah's photography business is trash now. Right. Because you want to know why? It's a service. You know, service is trash, bro. It's like, and that's the main thing that you're giving off. That's the main thing you're selling. That's all you got to give on. Bro, it's it's done. Like people people cutting that real quick. Yeah. And Marcus, would you would you say that um that is that's kind of a driving force? Like when your friends aren't supporting you to get better than you, that's kind of an indicator that maybe I'm not as good as what yeah. I think I am. I mean, it depends on the person, definitely. Uh for me I don't feel so much of a driving force from that. Um feel support from my friends um so i mean like on a personal level no i don't feel that but i think that it is a point where you have to reflect on what am i actually doing if you're not getting that support and you feel some type of way about that it's it's time to reflect on yourself versus like your relationship with your friends for sure um that's what i feel about it and everyone has friends like everybody has a friend so Everybody is potentially having a business, or I'm I'm now making music, or I'm now making clothes, or I'm now yeah. doing X Y Z. How do you deal with that? Like, how, how do you? I mean, it it it, it kind of goes with like, it's all about at the end of the day seeing results. I truthfully, Vaughn, I mean, and Marcus, I think that. In order to see results, man, you gotta find your niche market. Like you gotta find those people that are in, that are bought in to the same thing you're looking to accomplish. And truth be told, you gotta have the courage to to network with those people. Um, show them what you're doing. I know a lot of people will be scared of showing them what you're doing, but you wanna know somebody that I think we all look up to, and he isn't here anymore, and he just had a recent birthday with Nipsey Hussle. It's like Nipsey Hussle was one of those people that wasn't afraid to show you. What was going on? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like even when his ideas weren't um, yeah, fully formed, yeah, it, yeah, it was like he he still brought you in. Yeah, and 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 I think that's what we are attempting to get in the habit of doing more today and getting away from the selfishness and like oh I got this exciting idea and it's it's my idea, fam. I hope people realize this. There's no fucking idea that exists today that hasn't already been done. And if you don't do it right now, someone's going to do it. Yes, that's, that's it. Someone's going to do it. Like yes. It, it's, There's no idea that any of us have ever thought on as for the billion of years or millions of years that human beings have existed. There's not one idea that hasn't been thought of, bro. It's just the evolution in, in our time right now we're able to bring those ideas to life in a different and present them a different way. Mm. That's the only thing that's different. So I think in this space, that's what you got to continue doing. It's just like sharing your ideas with others so others can share their ideas with you. Yeah. A big part of that is knowing your history, too. Um, 
a lot of people got to do the research. Mm. Um, that'll be a big thing in separating yourself from the others. A lot of people feel like creativity has to come from like just nowhere, like out of anywhere. Mm. Thin air. Um, yeah. The ghost speaking to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when really it's like an evolution of history. Yeah. Um, that's where the creativity comes from. If you can figure that out, then you'll figure your place in this whole kind of marketplace. Like, you'll figure your spot. For sure. What do you think, Vaughn? Especially Ooh. what you do in particular. Managing artists. I mean, it gets... It gets people start new careers every day. Like, I want to be a, a rapper, a musician. And it's easy for certain people, if they're already an influencer, mm-hmm. or they already have some sort of fame that's, that's not tied to music... But that game, they have a, lo- a large following. It's very easy for them to just say that they want to start music. And, and they might get ahead of certain people that have been working a little bit harder. So it's it's hard for certain people to to look at that and want to keep going. Um, but it's, it's really important just to keep grinding and focus on what, what you're doing. Because there's so many other people that was wants to do what you're doing yeah. at your spot. There's sure. so many people looking up at you that just like you're looking up at that other person, there's so many mm-hmm. people that's looking up like, wow, how is he doing what he's able to do? How is she able to do this right here? That's crazy. So you got to you gotta channel that just as much as you channel, I want to be better. Mm-hmm. I want to ask y'all this. Do y'all feel like, and, and, and it goes in line with what we're talking about right now, you were saying that other people look up, people can look up to what we're doing just like we're looking up to someone else. And what they're doing, and Marcus, you touched on the fact of it's just coming with or knowing your history. Yeah. One thing about that is in history we didn't have numbers in front of us. It's like accessible right then and there. Oh yeah. We oh, didn't. We always had numbers being put in our face, but that had to come from someone else to someone yeah. else to someone else. But now we got it here accessible to our faces. And I want to know from y'all. Sometimes can the numbers be discouraging and when and and they can also be encouraging but do the numbers really matter that's what i really want to get down to you have to know how to read numbers and you have to know when somebody's bullshitting you about numbers Mm -hmm. because one number about the same exact thing can tell it can just tell two different stories about the same exact fact um figure out what statistics mean take a statistics class that's a huge part about yeah, knowing what numbers I'm mean. not going back to college. Coursera. You don't have to go back to, yeah, Coursera. Coursera. There's mad different platforms for you to learn something. Um, statistics is one of the huge things that they use to tell you a story. Um, I guess you're saying that in terms of, like, what it means for history, like these numbers. I mean, yeah, well, I was tying it in with history is because, like I mentioned earlier, like, back in the day, bro, we had to get our numbers from someone else who got their numbers from someone else who got those numbers from someone else. How do you feel that's changed? I feel like because now I can go on my phone and now that since my Instagram is a business account, I can look at those insights myself. I don't have to wait for somebody else to report the numbers or even for us in this platform, I can go to Anchor. And I can look at our numbers. Yeah. But I mean, like, even the way that the numbers are gathered is based on somebody else's choices. Um, so, like, let's say, for example, Instagram, like, you get a certain amount of views. Like, the amount of views that you got is based on an algorithm that's created by somebody else. Um, so how 
how much do we trust their their sense of uh what impact is yeah you really have to know who the owners of all these systems are and see if you agree with their kind of policy mark zuckerberg <laughs> <laughs> That nigga Mark eating off us right now. Yeah, that view. Yeah. It's not a view. Yeah. <laughs> All our information getting taken. I mean, so how would you say how would you say y'all go about that? Like whenever y'all, cause Vaughn, you have to break these numbers down to your artists, Marcus. You have to look at things that you putting out. You have to look at certain things from even a technical standpoint before you release something. How are you looking at these numbers and breaking them down and understanding what to do moving forward? In general, like, and when I'm talking to an artist, it really depends on the artist if they really care about the numbers or not. Mm-hmm. And I say that where all, everybody's going to care about the money, but do they care about what's going to get them to the money or do they just want to like an overarching view? Mm-hmm. Um, but the artists that care, they'll hear more about, okay, look, this is what this means here. Um, looking at this, looking at this trend, I need we need this number to go up. Right. We this is how we're gonna be able to do it because sure. look, if we push more of this right here, this is gonna happen here. So more, if I want more Spotify views, why am I not on the Spotify community and I'm talking to uh, Spotify users and telling yeah. them that I just dropped music? I'm not just expecting them to find it, mm-hmm. like. It's, it's simple things that if you want certain things to happen, you can look at that chart and figure it out. Yeah. Um, the key word that I heard from that is trends. Uh, so it's just basically about comparing, like, whatever you want your baseline key metric to be and then comparing how time moves with that stat. Um, it's all trends. That's how I look at it. Yeah. yeah. No, you, you said he, it. Yeah, he just said you it. You said it. Huh? Like, you said it. Like, it's on you to set that goal because no yeah. one's going to set it for you. Dude. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it is. Um, And I feel like it's just up to us to take that power Um, as someone who is in control of their production, their their products, who are in control of what's going on in the day-to-day with their business. It's up to you on how you present something and how people respond to it. Um, Moving forward and kind of just getting towards the end of things, man, I mean... Marcus, you had a really great point off Mark uh, off mic that I wanted to talk about with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because all of us are in relationships, so I think this is a great I think this is a great topic that we could talk about. So I'm gonna yeah. let you t- get into that. So we were know, just talking about um. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just um. Yo. Just talking about maneuvering differently um when you're solo versus you know when you are with your significant other, your partner, or mm-hmm. your your boo, whatever you call the mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it everything. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> maneuvers. <laughs> how do you maneuver through a room, we know you know, full of vultures? <laughs> like, how do you maneuver? Like, in a room full I, of vultures? Like, are you talking about, like, are you talking about, like, if I'm in a room with a bunch of, like, different women? Or are you talking like I'm in a room with a bunch of people that I know trying to do the same thing I'm trying why, to do? Why do women got to be vultures? Which vultures? Which, which vultures? Yeah. 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 No, no, no. It's which vultures. It's which vultures. It's like, 
Bro, don't act like that. You know how it is when you got a fresh cut. You smelling good. You looking oh, good. Feeling wow. good. Okay. Come on now. Don't act like you never fucked yourself. Dog. Yeah, I feel it. You know what I mean? Come on. Everybody watches though. Everybody, everybody, everybody watches. Everybody watches when you feeling. Everybody watches when you got a different energy about yeah. you. Yeah. And yeah. we all know haircut for a man, smelling good for a man, looking good for a man. That shit changes I mean, what us. It, what attracts the women. Basically attracts this dudes. Basically, it's confidence. Kind of weird. Well, it's, you know, yeah, confidence yeah. is what attracts people, regardless whether you're yeah. male or female. Confidence. So I feel like when you, I'm saying all these different things boost our confidence. Yeah. Like it shows on us. Like when we got a fresh fit on, it shows on us. Do you feel more confidence when you run in as a couple? Uh, mm. I feel more confidence either way. Okay. And and I say that and I, and I give a little more context to that because me myself I can go into a room and not give a fuck and I'm just gonna do and say whatever I want to say. I can go into a room with my woman and be the same way, but here's the only difference with that. I have to keep in mind that anything that I do, it has to make her feel comfortable. So I move with confidence, but with understanding that. She's here too. Would you say that then limits you? Because is there something that you would do in room A that you're not doing in room B? Well, when I was single, absolutely. There's a lot of things I would do in room A when I that I then would do in room B. But I mean, it's different. It's different now because like I'm different. Let's, Let's say, for example, you walk into a studio, right? Right. Are you an introducing, like, introduction First of all, nigga, person? no, we're not getting on to me. Hey, <laughs> hey, no, no, no. Y'all I'm niggas a, getting I'm me all back. I'm, a, I'm an introduction dude when I'm, in a, when I'm running, uh-huh. like, duos. But solo, I might dap up the people I'm here with. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it changed me. What do you mean it changed you? Like, I'm more of an introduction to everybody type of person now. That I'm in a couple. You shake I, everybody's hand. Yeah, I shake everybody's hand. Um, before when I was running solo, it's just like I know who I'm here with. He's trying to shake a piece let's, of ass. Let's, let's see what's happening with everybody else, and then you know we make moves from there. But now that I'm in a couple, it's like I'm just more aware of person A, person B, person C. It does it does change your way of thinking. I want to have on. Yeah, Vaughn talking. I mean, Vaughn trying to stay. I mean, stay humble. I feel like I'm the only one that's saying solo right now. I don't know. That's Hakuna Matata. Is that what's happening right now? Okay. What do you yeah, mean? Am I in the corner right now? Might be. I mean, you over there. Right here. And you're getting darker the more the light's hey, going. Man. you getting. I'm about to say something. Listen. <laughs> what's going it's on? It's different, man. It's different. It's yeah, different. I feel like. I feel like it's. It's more. It's more of something where you can, you can, you can play around more with with whoever you are um, in a negotiation with. Okay. If it's and it's not as intimidating, especially if it's just a one, and then it's now it's a couple, so it's like a two on one okay. type of situation that you're putting certain people in. Okay. Um, and if I'm popping up on a lot of different people, which is kind of necessary in certain um, venues, especially for your industry. Exactly. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't just be hey hey this is this is this is this is because now sure. I'm missing out on timing I'm missing out on um, performances and there's there's things where there's you would have to set so much th- things up where I have to think about so much 
that's not what I'm here for right now. Yeah. For sure. Like, that's my life, but this is my work right now. You yeah. Know? Right. Like, just like you at your nine to five, you don't. Yeah, you don't. You're not there. You don't be like, yo, right, check know. it out. This is what I'm doing. Hey, come sit next to me. Right. That's probably the biggest difference um, from the solo, the solo to the couple, like, is explaining that difference between, like, work and, like, you know, just hanging out, basically. Like, no, for sure. If, you, if you're doing music, work looks like hanging out. Like, you, <laughs> work looks like hanging out. You go, I'm going to a showcase. All right. <laughs> All right. But see, okay, that, that's another thing, too. Like, I feel like, I feel like with, with your woman, and, and I do this with my wife. If I know it's something that is basically me saying I'm interested, like I know at a showcase, I know at any networking joint that has to do with artistry or just finding people that are in the same thing I'm trying to do, I'm I'm there. And so like my wife would be like, um, if I ask her, like she's like, uh, I mean, I don't know what I'm gonna wear. That tells me instantly, like you would go. You just need an excuse to have something to wear. So that's when I figured that out. But I know when she's telling me like she's not interested in when she is interested. But it doesn't hold me back regardless if she's there because like I look at it like this. And you brought this up earlier in your point, Vaughn. Sometimes it can seem like a two-on-one versus when it's by yourself. It's a one-on-one. What I want to know from you is, is it a two-on-one pertaining to women that you're trying to network with? Or is it a two-on-one for men? Or do you feel like it's both? I'm in the music industry now, it's, now it's changing a lot. But, oh, a, a lot, bro. But women are taking over on in all industries right now. Yeah, but it's still very male dominant. For sure. So for sure. it's not like I come into a lot of contact with females. Normally they're singers. If they are, um, that dynamic is a little bit different. Mm. Uh, but I think it's different in more that it it is more open with her there yeah but i wouldn't say that that would make it easier for me to talk to him because that's not my day-to-day like i could still it's just easier for her on that side because she's no i'm not trying to holler at her i'm really about business Word. but don't you say though but wouldn't you say in your day-to-day later on like if you actually go through with working with that particular artist wouldn't you say it makes your job so much more easier because your 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 woman was there and it showed that okay this guy here ain't approaching me to fuck with me i've i've learned the art of the name drop and subtle subtle yeah my girlfriend <laughs> so like <laughs> i can i can bring her there she her presence will be there right like and try to get that same effect out but okay. it wouldn't happen as quick she might not catch it but uh, but having a dado physically does. Yeah, it's it, gonna be quicker. Yeah, it's a lot quicker. I, I, and that's what I think. Like I feel like your woman being there, she's actually like the the deal closer, like the silent assassin, because she ain't gotta say anything really. She can she can smile or head nod or she's really <laughs> involved in what you're doing. Like that other person, and this go for both men and women on the other side. Like. They peep what's happening, and at the end of the day, when you got your woman with you, they hear you, but they really receiving her, because it's and it's been taught, and I learned this just from OGs that I grew up around. The woman is the representation of who the man actually is. 
It's not it's not the vice versa. Like a man can't represent who the woman is because men could be a piece of shit and a woman could be great. And you know what I mean? We could represent something and she, you know, not that. But when your woman step out and she with you and she representing you, that shows a lot about your character and your judgment as a man. Mm-hmm. So that person is there and evaluating this and saying, you know what? I'm going to get this guy a shot because he recognized real. He recognizes that this person is genuine. They should give a fuck about people, even though she don't know anything about this industry, maybe. I can still rock with him because he knows. They hear that. Damn, you just dropped some OG game. I grew up around nothing but old niggas from the South, man. Old man strength. And they've been married for about 40 years. And then I ain't going to incriminate them on this platform, but they done did some things. And I understood. So, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying in that case. Shout out to the Queens. Yeah. Kings too. Yeah, man. Shout out, man. Shout out to us, man. Speaking of shout outs. Who y'all got the shout out to this week, man? Um, I'm sticking to mind that I had Taylor Gray. Tidal Wave dropping. Don't know when exactly, but when it does, y'all need to check her out. Um, she's fire. And she's going to be somebody who lights shit up out here, especially since she moved to Charlotte. I guarantee it. Where? Where? Any socials? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, yeah, yeah. Y'all talk while I find that. Hey, shout out Big Kahuna OG. Gray Matter. Damn, nigga. Ali Block. Big Kahuna. Um, Yo, wait. Big Kahuna. Strain Man Chronicles Yo. out. And they got us up big balls. Go cop. That's crazy, bro. At Big Kahuna OG. <laughs> that Man. nigga called himself Big Balls. <laughs> Yo, wait. Wait, is it Kahuna or Kahuna, my nigga? Kahuna. Oh, alright, alright, alright. All right. I ain't calling no nigga Big Kahuna. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounded too close. That's why I was over here wilding. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Old niggas getting that from me. <laughs> man, shout out Rhapsody. Apparently nobody listened to her. Oh. She got <laughs> Somehow she got Grammy nominated. Wow. So that's the picture we paint, bro? <laughs> Wait, that's that's the picture, bro? Hey, man. In pre-production, man, no one was supporting her, bro. They, they trying to front right now. What's the name of her last album? Uh, Layla's Wisdom. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Uh huh. Okay. Raleigh, North Carolina. Shout out NC. Yeah, man. Shout out North Carolina, man. North Carolina got a, a lot of talent out here. Man, for some reason I can't find a dog on Instagram, bro. We're gonna say at Taylor Gray. Yeah. Nah, it's not at Taylor Gray, bro. It's something else. Oh, she needs to change the tag. That's yeah, what man. I mean, man. Brandon, bro. Brandon. Yeah. I'm trying to have that conversation, fam. Come on, man. Next episode. I'm not. I'm not her manager. I'm just her friend <laughs> who supports her. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Y'all ever had to go through like y'all like old photos and see who liked it, and you know that that particular friend liked it, and then you just dig through their shit. I have, but um, I try to avoid it as all at all costs. Nah, I still do it in public. Dangerous, <laughs> dangerous rabbit hole. Yeah, it is. Is it what? Dangerous rabbit hole, though. And it really don't lead anywhere, honestly. Uh, just keep going down. Yeah. End up uh, on your middle school. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just be there, just wondering. Oh why. no, that's right. It just reminded me what it was. Oh, been that baby father. <laughs> nah, don't even do me like that. Hold on, I think I know what it was. Oh, there it go. Well, nah, that wasn't it. You found Taylor? Nah, 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 nah. I think I had it, bro. Hold on. Wait, wait. Yo, y'all gotta bear with me, man. What? Y'all gotta bear with me. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to take up so much time here. Nah, we still here. Did yeah. you end up listening to that Ferg album? Yeah, I did. Um, uh, it was good. Really? That's all it was. It was. It was good. There was a lot of words before good. It was. It was alright. Mm. That's that's because mm. I was lying. About it. <laughs> it was alright. It was alright. He he didn't have nothing on there that I was like. Maybe I need to listen to it a third time, but I gave it two listens. Nah, I hate that excuse. I, I gotta listen listens. to it again. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, excuse. nah. Yeah, you don't get that, bro. How how you feeling on it? I haven't listened to it. See, that that might be it right there. I haven't felt the, I don't know, the situation to listen to it, I guess. It's it's seven songs. It's not long. Oh, it's a seven-song EP? Seven songs. Album? Yeah. He's calling it his next album. Oh, finally found it. Finally famous. Didn't mean to cut y'all off, but I will say this. Four, four out of the seven songs on that Ferg album was hard. Um, but for those of you who do not know this lady and want to get to know her music, y'all can follow her at Royal dot t and that's t-e-y so it's royal spelled regularly dot t-e-y royalty royalty oh shout out royalty yeah throw some flowers on her name man like drake said yeah i got you um but yeah that's the end of our shout outs everybody feels good yeah all right, y'all. Hey, appreciate everybody for listening in to us today um definitely looking forward to speaking with y'all next week and Here it is. Peace and love. Peace. Peace.